welcome to our podcast in Mindsight, where we discuss the latest thought-provoking ideas and concepts which we stumbled upon on our self-improvement journey. As always, I'm joined by my wonderful co-host, Elias. I'm Yasin, and let's dive right into this week's topic, which is productivity again. <laughs> <laughs> ah, we can't because get rid of it, man. We can't. That's basically the only thing in our lives <laughs> we're talking yes. about, apparently. Mm. <laughs> and which we are still striving for and have never achieved. <laughs> right. But first of all, man, I want to notice. I want. I want to mention you right now that you totally fell for my April Fool's prank. Yeah, I totally <laughs> fell for that. I forgot uh, what day it was, and I was just like, "Yeah, That's totally." So cool. Rick rolled him. Then, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Terrible stuff. Mm. And it sounds crazy, but actually, with an interview, with a potential interview with Chancellor Angela Merkel of Germany, yeah. one of the organizations I'm working at, um, would take place. Yeah, what <laughs> was quite nice. <laughs> would have been really direction. cool. Yeah, it would have been really cool. But then I was hey, like, man. okay, now. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. Yeah, productivity, productivity. <laughs> yeah exactly um today's topic is doing things without particular effort and that's a sentence that really resonated with me when watching one of the latest matt davella videos yeah um first of all i guess uh, matt davella huge productivity youtuber potentially our idol or whatever how would you say <laughs> <laughs> sure <laughs> i wouldn't go that yeah. far but Sure. Uh, yeah, Jordan great. Peterson instead. Or he's great. <laughs> lobsters. I eat lobsters. Lobsters. I fuck lobsters. Take energy. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Let's not dive down that rabbit hole. <laughs> Perfect, man. Sure. Perfect. Perfect opening to this um, productive episode here. And yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Matt Davella recently produced a video called The Problem with Most Productive activity advice and um i guess i guess i give a little intro to that video right and then we go a bit into um, how we might apply it in our life the advice sure. and how it resonates with us so basically it was with the, the video was an interview with a pretty pretty um known author of the book effortless um I don't know how he's called again. I think it's uh, Greg something. And he's basically... Uh, well, no, that's difficult to summarize from, from memory, right? <laughs> he's basically talking about um, how <clears throat> we in our society are kind of annotating negative feelings with the word easy or with basically easy work easy easy practice easy doing anything um and we're seeing doing things the easy way not uh as basically the opposite of doing things the productive way and efficient way which is obviously like um telling it you right now here in that way which is quite obvious right that that just because something is easy doesn't mean that it's not productive or um, uh, not not efficient at all. Um, yeah. 
And one of the sentences in, in that video that really resonated with me um, was the one which I mentioned, mentioned at the beginning. Um, and it was out of a little, little short story he told about the exploration to the South Pole. Um, where Norwegians were competing against uh, the the British, the, the Englishman from across the channel, from across the water, <laughs> um, something in eighteen eighteen in eighteen something, I don't know. Um, and basically, they took very very different approaches. Um, the English they tried to cover as much distance to the South Pole in every day as possible um, always aiming for the high numbers 40 miles 30 miles 50 miles um, which obviously exhausted them quite a lot and then at the stormy and rainy days they did not advance that far anymore because they were powerless and needed to take a break and stuff the norwegians instead um took everything um with the the approach of like i don't know i guess um small steps also lead uh, to your goal if you do them long enough they just focused on covering or on, on making 15 miles every day if i recall correctly <laughs> in whatever weather it is no storm um sunny whatever um even shortly before they would reach the south pole and i mean they were competing against the english there um they, i think they only had like 45 miles or so left and they could have covered that in one day um, they still decided to not go for it um, so, while still being in that competition and just focus on those 15 miles. Um, now, <laughs> uh, to, to the end of that story, the, the Norwegians, they actually they reached the South Pole first. Actually, also, that's a crazy thought. Like, okay, Norwegians, man, <laughs> they should reach the North Pole <laughs> or something. I think the English actually reached the North Pole first. But, uh, that's why the Norwegians changed their direction to the South Pole, uh, their, their aim. Um, yeah. So the Norwegians reached the South Pole first and they still had a lot of energy to also make the journey back because that's also quite important, right? To tell the tale, to tell the story. <laughs> Whereas the English uh, sadly actually died on the way back. And I guess imagine the feeling of, of seeing the Norwegian flag and then also noting down in your uh, diary your last words of... oh. Yeah, fuck, I'm going to die here in the cold <laughs> or the no man's land. Which actually happened. I mean, yeah. they found the diaries and stuff. Um, I actually <laughs> also, like, personal side story here. I actually also um, had already the pleasure of seeing the, the polar exploration ship that the Norwegians used, like the real one. Uh, nice. On my Norway vacation. It's quite impressive, like, the little space they had to deal with and, and everything. Quite, quite cool. Now, um, that, to get to get to the, the the final point here from this little short story, um, <laughs> the biographer um, or some biographers of the Norwegian um, polar explorers, one sentence they noted down, which which really resonated from me, which was also mentioned in the Matt Avella video, um, was man, the Norwegians they actually achieved things without particular effort. Which is like crazy, man. They were competing to go through the uh, to the South Pole. Nobody has reached it ever before. They were competing with the English, uh, the Englishman, and 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 what the fuck? How how can they achieve things without particular effort here? Like, <laughs> it's it's a challenge that has nobody has ever has ever had before. Yeah, and they were they were quite successful with with their 
um, approach here. So that's the the thought I wanted to share here from from what really resonated with me in the last two weeks. And yeah, <laughs> I guess <laughs> to stop my monologue, man. What what are you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> thanks guys for listening to this week's episode <laughs> Just, yeah that's <laughs> that's it i mean i mean if you think like short stories like that or or little tales like that five minutes i don't know how long is our episode right now guys yeah actually 10 minutes if you think that's appealing then we can do more of them yes it would actually be <laughs> so leave a feedback thing to try out um <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, we we met yesterday in person and actually talked about that concept mm-hmm. quite a bit. And, and I fully agree. I think in a previous episode, I talked about how I don't like people who work hard just for the sake of working hard or appearing to work hard. Yeah, they're typically the consultant, man. <laughs> yeah, pro- <laughs> probably, yeah. I I don't really like that. I, I rather like people who... Um, somehow managed to achieve great things with quote-unquote the minimum effort or just by working smart and doing the things that actually have to be done um even in university like the first semester 80 20 i exactly yeah i've i've talked to and seen many of my fellow students uh, who claim to be studying like 12 hours a day for a few weeks or whatever for the exams because they wanted the best grade they could possibly have, which is understandable. But in the end, they still didn't get a good grade, you know? I mean, I can't talk about grades because my, <laughs> my grades weren't, <laughs> weren't, weren't uh, splendid weren't either. We kind of like that, yeah. But mm. um, nevertheless, I think just generally in life. Yeah, I but like... back from, from high school still, I mean yeah it's the same thing yeah i don't like people who just work hard or want to appear to be working hard and they also um, have to play hard <laughs> no, well, sorry. <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> sorry man. yeah so so i completely agree i think we in the let's say productivity space we tend to over complicate things and make them way more effortful than they actually need to be like ju- just yeah, the, because man uh, I can't solve this problem here in an easy way. I mean, what the fuck? It can't be that easy, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. And then you feel the need to make big Notion databases and templates and to fill out some weird bullet journal every day, which takes up one hour of your day and stuff like that, which, yeah, just mm. isn't, for one, isn't really that productive. <laughs> and your focus should be every day, or at least that's my perspective, to get the things done that you need to get done and it doesn't matter if you use uh, your digital calendar if you use um paper if you use whatever uh it just doesn't matter like those things are completely irrelevant and putting so much work into making elaborate uh, or creating elaborate systems that are just there to make you appear like you're working way harder than you actually do it's just dumb at the end of the day you know yeah yeah, totally. Um, well, I do that too. So <laughs> talking to myself. <laughs> we, we've here. all been there. We've all been there. I mean, you you talked about that productivity curve. Also, I remember. Maybe you give a little insight on that. Sure. Uh, I don't remember where it was, but I once saw a graph uh, which showed props a, to the unknown artist. <laughs> yeah, for sure, it was great. Uh, which showed a how do you translate it in English? 
Rouse Code. Ja, ein Diagramm, aber normale Verteilung. Gaussian Distribution. Normal Distribution, it's basically. Yeah, okay. Uh, which showed a, a, a graph of a normal distribution and... I'm just hoping people know what that is. If not, just Google it's it. It's like this, this this bell curve there, like where you have a big peak in the in the middle. Yeah. Um, and, and it's often it's used for IQ. So. Yeah, it's often used exactly. for IQ. Exactly. In the middle is 100 and yeah, whatever. There you so, expect most people to be. <laughs> right. <laughs> though, though actually it's not in this case. But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> sure. So. <laughs> Anyways, uh, it's short a uh, normal distribution, and in the beginning um, of, dude, that's actually hard to explain. So on the x-axis, it actually showed the uh, amount of time you've spent in that whole productivity journey and how many books you've read and all of that. Um, and on the y-axis, it showed how elaborate and complicated your systems are, or or basically what kind of systems you use. Um, and the higher up it went, the more complicated and elaborate the systems were. And the uh, distribution basically basically showed that people uh, at the start, when they haven't really read much about productivity and all those kind of setting goals and systems and whatever, uh, use very simple things to get the things done, like just a simple to-do list with pen and paper. Um, and that's basically it. And then... A vast majority of people who are on their productivity journey and read a lot of, about that stuff and talk about it, um, they tend to use very elaborate and complicated systems. And then actually the people who are very, very far into their productivity journey and have a lot of experience and are actually incredibly productive are the people who, again, utilize very simple methods like just pen and paper to get the things done. Um, so that was that was quite interesting. And I think... As I said before, we all have a tendency to overcomplicate stuff just because it makes us feel cool and because it's fancy and looks good and you can like show it to other people and they're going to say, wow, you're so cool and productive and organized. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's really productivity should be more about actually getting results and getting the stuff done you need to get done and not spending so much time on just appearing to be a productive rant end. <laughs> rant ends. <laughs> Uh, we really need like a mixing board here with with the buttons. I, I mentioned it in a previous episode as well. And then we need like the button that makes rent end or something yeah. like that. <laughs> it's gonna be like a game show uh, from now on. Yeah, yeah. I'd really loved it. Man. I'd really loved it. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. To totally agree. Um, to totally agree. Actually, like. Whenever I also do that stuff, I notice myself falling back to the roots. In that case, um, after one to three weeks or so, and it just works out the same way as well. Yeah. Yeah. And you really need those elaborate systems mainly really for really, really specialized um, stuff. Like, I guess if you are, um, I don't know, as, as a stupid example, if you're dealing with project acquisition or something like that, <laughs> it would make sense to have a client relation management tool. <laughs> These are from sure. my experience. And, and if you're only doing that once or twice a year, it would not make sense to set up such a system um, if you're only dealing with one or two parts. Yeah, as a, as a not that much everyday um example <laughs> or or for example it would not make sense to set up a um um a workout plan diet plan thing if you're planning to go to the fitness studio only 
only uh, to the gym only twice a year. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Or even, I, I know a lot of people who have habit trackers. I don't know if you yes. use them. Uh, I, tried. I've tried, same. I've tried to use them uh, for quite a few times and it just didn't work out because I also made them very elaborate and complicated to fill out it was like I had all my habits and I had them all categorized and I always put in when I finished them and whatever and how I felt doing them and what can I improve for the next day so it, so it makes it more likely that I will actually do the habit it was just complicated shit like that which just that yeah. isn't isn't sustainable you know and instead when I just for example with things I tend to forget and now referring to habits, I just put in my calendar and have them, for example, <clears throat> let, let's say, for example, the gym. I want to go to the gym three times a week. I just put in um, the time and the date when I want to get go to the gym and I just put it in my calendar and it's there and I don't have to think about it. And I just go and if I went, it's done. And if not, it's not done. And that's the whole system, you know, and yep. makes it very easy to just do it because that's what you should be focusing on and not mm -hmm. filling out elaborate templates on Ocean, which feels cool and looks cool when you do that for a few weeks, but just m more often than not doesn't really get you anywhere because you're not mm -hmm. going to have that for more than one month <laughs> if you oh man that. oh man yeah yeah for me it's like mostly keeping the streak alive on on duolingo <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah man it's still prospering man <laughs> that's great okay. where you at no no oh man yeah okay okay now that you asked that's impressive it's impressive elias is boasting again <laughs> R Welcome we to our really new segment. That. Yeah, yeah uh, we uh, or we just make it with, <laughs> with our with our uh, voice, man. Yeah, I don't know whether you can see that here, but it's six hundred and forty days. Damn, that's yeah. really good. That's impressive. That's, that's a long while. That's a long while. Wait. Yeah, and I still okay. can't speak yeah, any language. Really <laughs> no. <laughs> well. <laughs> Ah, oh, come on. Man, man, the second aspect now, to, to get a bit more serious, um, again, of why that quote resonated with me is not only the the, the operative tile of, of work, like, I don't know, making complicated system and stuff, but also, also this kind of, let's say, personal, subjective, emotional quality of of dealing with a project because um i mentioned it at the beginning a bit already um we tend to confuse productivity with something that uh, with something feeling hard basically or um only if we make something especially hard for us uh, are we productive and and that part also particularly resonated with me because I'm I'm someone <laughs> who also tends to think along those lines to always seek the challenge and 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 make everything difficult because it can't be easy it can't be that easy right, right. Um, and in general yeah obviously it's 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 really cool to seek the challenge um, in in something. Um, but that doesn't mean that you have to do to stick with that challenging way for all the time. Um, yeah. To be uh, to be more specific, 
Um, I would not consider myself to be a creative or let's say even let's say rather quick problem solver um and from consult from my consulting experience and and where uh where I currently work like voluntarily um I've always had it as my goal to be or I still have it kind of as my little goal to to become a person like that to go in a project partner meeting and just bash out useful ideas and stuff um because that's that's the optimal way uh, at least in my mind to do things like to to be knowledgeable and to be to be a consultant without any any pre-existing research and stuff to do that stuff and yeah to some extent that works but as i said i'm not the the quick um uh on point right now problem solver i'm rather someone who needs time to think about the problems beforehand and who needs preparation a bit um who needs a bit of research to gather ideas and then to um put the ideas in a steel like an artist uh, kind of way to gather <laughs> into a solution for the problem to to look at at um current i don't know best practices and stuff and adjust them and and do that stuff and that obviously doesn't go hand in hand with the creative on-spot mentality and i kind of feel and i and i think by trying to strive for this creative on-spot uh problem solution solving mentality i'm making the thing harder for me that in, than it actually is i mean yeah. sure it's nice to challenge myself by doing that once every, I don't know, five project partner meetings because I'm unprepared. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the optimal way and the easy way of for me for doing things would be to just take my time beforehand and prepare a bit. Or if, if I feel like I don't know or can't contribute anything in the meeting anymore, to just uh, take a break and schedule a second meeting. Um, and it's just as successful as the other strategy or even more and like forcing myself into that picture that i have of a really productive consultant right yeah uh, another long so long short story <laughs> long short story rent and <laughs> yeah rent <laughs> man that was great well yeah oh gosh um, yeah, yeah I, I relate to I that i don't know whether it resonates for sure you know, as well. for sure i mean we talked about that yesterday also i think um uh, in my first semester, I actually, I think that was the biggest source of my problems when it came to studying uh, in general, because I tried to adapt you too much to other people. You have hair loss and people are trying to avoid hair you. Loss, yeah, that's sure. <laughs> are trying to what? Avoid you. <laughs> avoid, uh, avoid, okay. Avoid yeah. me, yeah. I mean, that's What did you understand, man? <laughs> I, I don't know, a white... Something like that. Wait. To await me? Uh, I have no to idea. To await you? No. <laughs> nobody me. would do that. <laughs> <laughs> On, only at the gates of hell they would expect you. <laughs> okay, damn. <laughs> that escalated quickly. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm so sorry. <laughs> every week again, every podcast recording again, <laughs> I just tend to bash out those... those yeah. <laughs> similar insults at you oh, i really just i need that kind of um 
the, the, those buttons like this thing with the buttons where you can control the other person's <laughs> uh other person's yeah. how do you call that damn it volume and stuff and i just mute you whenever mute i'm talking <laughs> ah here it goes again right yes insults end <laughs> anyways uh where was i yeah um my biggest issue was probably just trying to adapt to how other people do things and not really trusting the way i usually do them and yeah i totally resonate with that i just work way better when i just do the things when i want them to do and when i want to do them how i want to do them and really mostly don't give a shit how other people approach it I mean, sure, I'm open to like new input and new ideas and new perspective to do things better. But when I just know that something really works for me, I'm just going to keep doing it. Um, mm. Unless I have a serious reason to change that. And with the start of university, I really thought that that was a reason to change my whole strategy when it came to basically everything from studying to attending lectures to... I don't your know, bad eating habits. My bad, my terrible <laughs> eating habits and all of that. <laughs> <laughs> and I just figured out that, yeah, it just doesn't work. And I just, it sounds corny, but I just have to be myself and trust my intuition more mm. or more again, rather, and just do the things however, however I want them to do. If it works for me, it works for me. And if not, then not. Um, but yeah, I through that to come back to the topic. <laughs> I also made it quite, quite a bit more effortful to do things because I was mm. trying to fit into something that i don't usually fit in you know and that's i, I guess that's the usual development problem in society and and we also talked a lot about that in our authenticity video uh, no not video yeah. <laughs> podcast episode <laughs> <laughs> um so also feel free to check that out like how to stay sure. authentic in society and and do things more or less often the the easy way for you how it's supposed to be in equilibrium state right <laughs> but yeah I, I think those are just things and lessons that everyone has to learn mm. kind of the hard way i don't think there's an easy way around it you just have to, experience you just that. Have to man i think you are really the perfect example for uh, for how <laughs> for how you can explore productivity because you are like the person that tries out every single piece of advice in its extremes Mm, yeah i don't like, know about that like really in-depth habit tracking down to point notion system on the one <laughs> hand okay you notice man that's that's completely shitty for this and this and that reason and then on the other hand no system at all just intuition um what your brain and stuff brings up and that sometimes doesn't work for this and this and that reason at all and then you put those two extremes together in a an equilibrium solution at least that's how how i how i feel like when when yeah, listening to your stories really yeah. doesn't seem like that that's interesting you're an extremist exactly <laughs> i'm extra <laughs> right yeah i yeah. i don't know um it may seem like that I, I really don't think i do that i mean maybe i've done that in the very beginning of my productivity journey let's say I was yeah. like very eager to try every single tactic and strategy there is. Um, and now I'm, I think it just comes from trying things out and experiencing them and just experimenting with them that you de develop like a better understanding and intuition for what works and what just doesn't work. Um, but yeah, in the beginning, I may have been quite, quite extreme. <laughs> <when it comes laughs> to yeah, but no, I think right now 
my biggest focus is really not not adding new crazy strategies to my current strategies and rather just um listening to my build intuition on the stuff you have yeah and build on the stuff i have absolutely <laughs> but interesting that i seem like an extremist to some people <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> i just look at you <laughs> it's there uh, i know yeah, yeah, yeah. which hair hmm. <laughs> you should really not be drinking in a moment like that man <laughs> I, uh, I don't want to be in your laptop situation right now. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. Uh, nice. Yeah. Actually, I guess we might actually be able to end the episode on that note even. Interesting. We can do yeah. that. Yeah. Short episodes, man. <laughs> <laughs> Never happened before, right? Short like you're... No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> i had to yeah, yeah. short and intense just like your surprise when you see my big dick energy <laughs> gosh lobsters poor, lobsters for people by, by the way yeah, yeah but we need, yeah, tell we need them to really tell about. them where it's coming yeah. from please please <laughs> they're do just confused now. they're just confused yeah uh okay guys i mean uh i hope you guys know who jordan peterson is uh, we've done a few episodes on him and on his book 12 Rules for life anyways he's like this very famous clinical psychologist and professor for psychology and uh, he has a ton of talks and lectures online and interviews and all of that and uh, <laughs> he's kind of some people have used him to make impressions on of him and kind of turn him into a meme <laughs> and there is one guy one youtuber who who's called captain sinbad i think uh, who does like hilarious impressions of him uh his videos are called i think uh watches jordan peterson once and then watches jordan peterson twice and love that <laughs> those are the titles and he just yeah. makes impression of him and it's it's genius and he says stuff like yeah you need big dick energy in order to get laid and just it's <laughs> it's hilarious guys check it out yeah. <laughs> uh i like satire quality content right here quality content yes but man i don't know as as well, final points to make maybe a little little summary or or look out on what people out there might be able to do <laughs> with our input right here besides the big big energy <laughs> yeah it's very, very important <laughs> no matter yeah. what gender you are you need big dick energy yeah. <laughs> oh yeah have fun being cancelled right now yeah we know <laughs> we're not opening that further <laughs> mm. yeah. anyways okay a little summary sure uh do you want to go ahead sure sure yeah um so basically um we are often confusing being productive with the tasks that you have to do being difficult which totally doesn't have to be the case at all I mean, it intuitively makes very much sense that um, productive things can also be easy, right? But our, psychologically, we try to often fool ourselves in that. And in our society, we have many, many sayings like that, like easy work, um, letting it seem like it's it's not a big deal, not not productive at all. And so I guess my advice to all of you out there is to... Yeah, look a bit into your, your daily habits and, and your worldviews in general, where you might feel the need for overcomplicating 
A, your operative processes like um, habit tracking and, and, and stuff like that. And B, from your kind of, yeah, uh, the intuition that I said, uh, that I mentioned right now, uh, to, to overthink that a bit, that actually stuff can also be easy for you sometimes and you can still be productive that day. Um, you, I guess you just need to figure out a bit um, where something is a challenge for you from which you can grow. Because then it makes sense to really invest yourself in, into the into the difficultness of the problem if you can grow by it at the end of it. But if you're just overcomplicating stuff because that makes it seem more productive, then leave your hands from that and, and use your time for something more useful like uh, lobster energy or something. Absolutely. <laughs> just wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but great summary. I think we can end it here and publish a short episode for once yeah. an episode that's actually yeah. at, at a normal length normal <laughs> what is normal <clears throat> no, make it philosophy. <laughs> yeah no but yeah i think it was quite quite an in, an, a short and intense episode <laughs> <laughs> A short and intense session. Just like session. times and bad with you. <laughs> yeah, what the... F <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, nah, let's, let's not... <laughs> let's not open that. Gosh. That chapter? Why? Uh, Are you feeling embarrassed here? Just admit nah. it open in public. Come hey, on. Dude, you, you get a solid... You get a solid 3.2 seconds with me, okay? Like, come on. That's, that's solid. That's average. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Only. Yeah. More than I expected, man. <laughs> Perfect. All right, guys. Uh, <laughs> I hope you uh, guys enjoyed this week's episode, whatever that was. <laughs> and uh, if I you what the episode title enjoy, <laughs> I have no idea. If you enjoyed it, then feel free to give feedback, to send us an email, to leave complaints and ideas and suggestions or whatever and feel free to share it with your friends and family and hope to see you guys next week <laughs> i think <laughs> we need to include a little notice of okay this is not uh, appropriate for children <laughs> yeah I, I think so too it's <laughs> r-rated our podcast uh, is r-rated from now on <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all right bye bye guys bye bye